Happy Saturday, dear hearts. It's Melissa, the founder of A Yogi Kitchen and Pantry. And today is October 22nd. It is fall in all its glory. Today is going to be 85 degrees, which this second or third week of October often has warm weather in the Midwest. Um, I grew up in Chicago and I live in Lawrence, Kansas most of the time. And it's always true in those two places. We get this beautiful, cool, like 85 in October feels so different than 85 in like June or July feels. So we're just enjoying that fall energy. And as many of you know, today was supposed to be our annual fall retreat. And because of COVID and some other things, we've rescheduled. And originally, I was going to reschedule for like next weekend. And it didn't work for anyone. And so we've rescheduled for a whole month from now. Our new retreat date is November 2nd. No, I'm sorry, November 20th. And um, we meet from 1045 in the morning till six in the evening. We'll probably end closer to 545. But I gave myself a little leeway, six o'clock. And the idea is to be here in my home. But if I get too many people, we may rent someplace in local Lawrence. I'm thinking the Carnegie building, but it could be somewhere else. And um, it brings me to our word for the session. So we're in a new yoga session. I taught my last 10 o'clock Saturday morning class today. That class is going to go away for a while. Um, when the retreat got rescheduled, I thought, well, all right, let's do this. Let's move from focusing on the word joy to focusing on the word retreat. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about why it makes so much sense. And we're going to talk about how you can retreat and how our session of retreat will culminate in an actual retreat. So there is enough time that if you are out of town, if you're someone who travels a lot, you can schedule in this retreat. If you want to come from out of town and retreat with us, um, I am happy to talk with you on the phone, give you some suggestions for places to stay um, and places to eat and things to do in Lawrence, Kansas. It's a really awesome college town. And fall, in my opinion, fall is the best time to be here. If you are new here, let me say welcome to Off The Mat. This is where we come together and we talk about the lessons that we learn in our asana practice, in our meditation practice on the mat, and how they translate into our everyday lives off the mat. So we're going to talk about retreat, and I think that's a really great one. We learn how to get quiet on the mat. We learn how to be still on the mat, and it's about taking those practices into our everyday lives. I think it's important to have like mini retreats throughout your day little places where you sort of turn in on yourself and you just kind of check in as well as have those big retreat, like all day retreats. So the first thing I want you to do or I want to offer you is an opportunity to just close your eyes. Close your eyes wherever you are. If you want to move from where you are, lay on the floor, sit in a chair with your back leaning, feet flat, um, it's really lovely to sit 
in Baddha Konasana, bound angle pose. So your feet are together, your knees open wide and sit against a wall on the floor. You're on the floor, your back's against the wall, as close to the wall as you can comfortably get. And it's this lovely meditation position that I like more than being on the ground, being flat on the ground. It makes you feel so supported. I, I can't um, explain how that feels more support, more comfort, more soothing than laying flat on the ground. But to me, it does. So however you choose to be, close your eyes and just breathe. And don't just close your eyes. See if you can imagine your eyeballs just sort of sinking. If you're lying down, they sink towards the floor and they sort of sink down towards your cheekbones or in your cheekbones. And if you're sitting, they can just sink down towards the ground. Feel your face start to relax. You might gently open your mouth. Just You don't have to part your lips, but open your mouth by um, creating space between your teeth, between the upper teeth and the lower teeth. The next time you exhale, release your shoulders down. Take a quick moment to check in with your body and notice specifically where you're holding tension. Notice if your shoulders are feeling tight. Notice if you clench your abdominal muscles. A lot of us walk around with contracted abdominal muscles and we don't even realize it. And it's where you're holding on to stuff. So see if you can let it all go. And then I encourage you to just say the word retreat to yourself. We've done this before with other words of the session. Feel free to say it loudly. Say it softly. Whisper it to yourself quickly. Retreat, 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 retreat. Say it loud and slow. However it feels right for you, just say it listen to it, hear it, feel it. And by feel it, I encourage you to notice any kind of sensations that are happening in your body. When you say the word retreat to yourself, do your shoulders relax? Do your shoulders contract? Does your body sink further down into the ground? Do you lean deeper against the chair or the wall? Just notice whatever sensations come up. Maybe you get a little tickle in your tummy. Keep breathing, keep being present in this moment. Keep listening to who you are, mind, body, spirit. When you say the word, retreat to yourself. Sing it. 
Make up a little retreat tune. And then you can hum it to yourself all day long. So the first part of anything I do, whether I'm teaching a workshop or a class or um, some meditation or I'm talking in the podcast about our session at the beginning, whether it's the session or class or workshop, it's always about getting clear. It's really important to get clear before you start to take action or think about taking action. So we've all done it, right? We've jumped into something, a project, a relationship, a new something, a new friendship, a new job even, without getting clear first, understanding if this is serving our goals, if it's serving our purpose, if it's serving our values well. And then we get into something and go, ooh, wait a minute. No, not A, what I thought it was, not be that I, what I want, I didn't know what I wanted, but now I'm clearer, whatever it is. And so I encourage you, at least in our meditations, in our yoga sessions, in our yoga practices, get clear, get clear on who you are in the moment, get clear on what your intention is, and get clear on what your goals are. So for right now, just notice who you are, mind, body, spirit, when you think about the word retreat. All right. You can move around now if you'd like to. You don't have to. It might be really nice just to relax, take a little mini retreat while you listen And I know we often, and I'm certainly this way, if I'm listening to podcasts, it means I'm cleaning my house, I'm cooking, I'm doing something else. Sometimes I do it when I'm driving, not often for some reason. It's a great time, but I don't, I'm never in the car very long. Um, So podcasting while I'm driving doesn't really work that well for me. So feel free to just be still as you listen And I wanted to talk, like I said, I wanted to talk about um, how we focused on joy last session and how the main tenet of joy is being connected to your values, is finding purpose and meaning or being able to identify your purpose and meaning. And then the joy comes when you feel connected and you're taking action within your values. You are fulfilling your purpose and meaning. That is the definition of joy that we have been going with this last, what was it? Oh, six weeks, seven weeks that we focused on joy. And if you had asked me two years ago, five years ago, to look at my calendar and figure out where I want to schedule a session to focus on joy, and where I'd want to put a session to focus on retreat, I might have said, maybe, I might have said, well, let's do them together. And I would have said, let's focus on retreat. We'll get quiet. We'll get connected. We'll get clear about values and purpose and meaning. And that will lead us right into being able to focus on them and take action and be in our joy. There is no doubt in my mind I would have said that. 
just the two days now we've been focusing on retreat. Oh, wait, it's more than two. I think we started on Monday with the Monday class. We start, yes, we did. Monday's restorative yoga, and I thought it was perfect to start focusing on retreat during restorative yoga. So it's been almost a week now. It'll, it's three classes, but a week. We've been focusing on retreat, and I love, 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 love that we have done it. Focusing joy first and retreat second. It's so perfect. So we've been our joy. And I know I'm hearing from you guys how awesome it's been to focus on joy and especially focus on joy at this time of the year. So many of you are telling me this is your favorite time of the year and it's just been really lovely to be in joy and just to focus. And, and for me, I, I've said this before in the, in the podcast, nothing really changed in my life over those six weeks, but they were such joyful six weeks. Every day my heart felt like it was bursting and it's because my awareness shifted. And I don't think we give it enough credit. We don't focus on awareness enough. I mean, obviously in yoga we do when we're on the mat, but this was a really great experience and reminder of how important awareness is every in every aspect of our life, every place in our life. So I know you guys are doing such a great job at it. I'm hearing from you that you are feeling your awareness grow, you're feeling your awareness shift, and the joy feels really good. So I, I just wanted, of course, as always, to say you guys do such an awesome job. You rock. Um, you're listening to your gut, you're listening to your heart, you're listening to your brains, you're listening to your bodies. When you're not around me, when I'm not reminding you, you're still like, some woman told me the other day, I was in the grocery store and I just wasn't really thinking about anything. And all of a sudden I felt my heart shift into joy and I stopped. I was like, okay, what's going on right now? I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. That's awesome awareness. You're at the grocery store. You're thinking about 15 different things when you're at the grocery store, right? Like all the things you need to have. You're thinking about what the rest of your day is going to look like because so many of us do it like on the way home from work or, you know, we try to put it in there as part of a, a series of things we're doing. And you guys rock like thinking about joy or not even thinking about it. That wasn't even it. It was the awareness to feel it and then the generosity to herself to just pause, take a moment and say, oh, wait, I'm feeling this really awesome thing. Let's be present with it. And then maybe think about where it came from, but maybe not. Maybe it doesn't matter where it came from. So for me, and I, I taught um, Melissa from Sunrise this week also, and we talked about this, how focusing on joy really recognizing how prevalent it is in my life. I have a lot of joy. And again, that joy is about connecting with purpose and meaning, living in my values, taking action. And for me, that's been, and for Melissa, it's been feeding and clothing people. Like I love teaching yoga and it's really important to me. It doesn't bring me the level of joy that service does. And it's, it's different. You know, the actual teaching of yoga probably does. Sometimes that teaching of yoga is overshadowed by the business of being a yoga teacher and owning a yogi kitchen and pantry. Um, you know, there's times where I just wish, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Like, 
just do it for free, like in the park every day at the same time. And, uh, but my bank account needs me to actually make some money on yoga. So it's just, it's this, you know, it makes it very complex and very layered. It's not like just straight out practicing yoga all the time. Um, so it's a different level. It's joy on a different level. I don't know how to explain it at all. Um, yoga is more than joy to me. Maybe that's what it is. It's it's my livelihood. It's my spiritual practice. Um, it's where I measure myself, where I feel like, you know, when I think about my interactions, my relationships, um, what I'm doing in the world, it is based, whether I'm being successful or whether I feel I could do better, it's based on the spiritual practice of yoga. So um, I kind of got off topic there. But that... Um, that feeling and joy. Now, as I move into retreat, I'm really recognizing the importance of retreat. And I've known this, right? For decades, retreat is important. And I have been craving some really big retreat lately. In fact, my therapist said it to me. She's like, I'm not sure that therapy is going to give you what you're seeking. She's like, I really think you're seeking a big spiritual shift and that comes from like retreat or, you know, doing something different or new spiritually. Like I feel there's a shift coming. Um, and I feel like it's really possible this month of retreat, really focusing on retreat is going to be the place where it shifts. Because I'm recognizing how important retreat is. If I want to keep doing those things that help me feel joyful if I want to keep making food for people and by, so that involves like 15 different things, right? I have to teach enough yoga to be able to make enough money to be able to do the things like cook. Well, all the things that are involved in cooking for other people. Um, so I have to be able to have the energy to do it, to have the health to do it. There's some monetary parts of it. Like if I'm not getting enough donations, then I need to make sure there's gas in my car so I can drive around and, and find the people that I like to give food to or take the food to Sunrise Project's um, pantry. And um, recently, it's, bec- it's been I become aware that um, – there's a big need, and a lot of people are already doing this, but I could certainly be adding to it. There's a big need for food out in the camps, and there's a new camp if you're in Lawrence, Kansas. It's behind Johnny's in North Lawrence. There used to be a trailer park out there. Um, it's heated tents are, were provided for people with, with housing issues, and there have been people in North Lawrence especially, but all over Lawrence, who are just taking big pots of soup out there, and just ladling soup for people. And it's such a beautiful, lovely thing. And I've committed that I will do that at least once a month. Um, if you're in the Lawrence, Kansas area and you want to do it with me, give me a call. We can, um, you can text me 785-760-5412. Um, and we can um, just talk about either cooking together, you cook a pot, I'll cook a pot, and then we'll take two pots out to the, the camps. Um, but if I want to keep doing these things, I need to have the mental, physical, and emotional wherewithal to be able to do it. And so I need to retreat. I need to have deep spaces of just unplugging, 
getting quiet, healing. So doing things like taking long baths, taking naps, sitting in meditation in my backyard, and just taking those times for myself. Would I love to go to a yoga retreat like once a month? Absolutely. And maybe that is possible in my future. You know, maybe or every other month might be more reasonable. But maybe that is possible because often what's keeping me back is financials. So maybe it means I teach more retreats so then I can go to more retreats. And that's what this whole session is about. This whole next five or six weeks is about is figuring out what retreat means to me and what place it needs to have in my life that I want it to have in my life. So I don't have to figure it out all today because it's just the first week. And as we keep breathing into that word, as you listen to what your heart says when you're breathing into retreat, as you listen to what your brain starts churning around, it's going to shift. How you feel about retreat today is going to change next week and the week after. And our retreat time is going to culminate, our retreat focus is going to culminate in Yogi Kitchen's fall retreat which is November 20th from 5.45 to 6 p.m. And I've offered a few people, if you would like to break that up, like if you don't, we can't or don't want to come to the entire thing, you just want to come after lunch for a couple of sessions, there will be a yoga session right before. Um, actually, the first thing we'll do is a yoga session uh, before lunch. We'll break for lunch. There'll be meditation and tea and a yoga session after lunch. So you could, and the, the whole schedule is online at a yogikitchen.com. Um, I updated the website yesterday. I'm not sure that I actually hit publish, so I'm going to go do that today. But what what does a session of retreat feel like to you? And then at this moment, and it's going to shift. And then how how do you want to culminate your session of retreat? Do you want retreat? Does it mean telling everyone you're out of town and staying home for three days and just keeping everything off, maybe just listening to music, cooking, napping, taking baths, having your own retreat. Does it mean going? You could do the same thing, but have it be like a spa thing. Like you stay home all weekend, but you go out and get a massage. Then you go home and you rest. Then the next day you go out and get a mani-pedi. You go home and rest. Maybe the third day you go out and get, I don't know, a haircut and you go home and rest. Because haircuts, they're not really retreat time and they're not really self-care time, but they make us feel so good. They're maintenance that's better than brushing your teeth, better than filing your nails, better than, I don't even know, working out. You know, they're, they're yummy but um, there's still just me time. They're maintenance and me time that feels good. So maybe something like that. Do you go away? Do you say, I'm going to go to, I can't even think, Canyon Ranch for a weekend. I'm going to do the same thing next year. I'm going to do retreat in October. And right now I'm going to commit and plan on going to a yoga retreat in Mexico or in I'm trying to think of another place that's really common. Costa Rica, that's another big one. Um, for me personally, I really badly want to go to Hawaii because there's so many senior teachers who teach in Hawaii. And I want to go do a yoga retreat with some of the big names. Um, Gary Kraftsaw is one of my big mentors. 
uh, I, I don't know if mentor is the right word, but um, I have met him in person and I have taken work, done work with him. Um, but he's a yoga therapist that just inspires me and was the the first inkling for me. Listening to him and having his book was the first inkling that I wanted to be a yoga therapist, that I it wasn't just about teaching yoga to me. It was about helping people heal through yoga. So those are the questions I have for you. And you guys do such a great job of really letting things percolate, just letting them marinate and and take some time to think about them. And I love that um, when I get your feedback, I, I love what you tell me. You'll say, oh, I was in the tub and I was listening to, you know, chanting and had some candles lit and this popped into my head about joy or love or whatever, you know, as we've been having a word every session this last nine, 10 months, 10 months. Um, I love how you guys are just, you're in it. And I, I love that for you. I love that I feel like I'm being heard, that, um, you know, I'm just not teaching to thin air. I get great feedback from you guys. And you're, we've all grown so much these last couple of years. And you are so beautiful in the growth path that you're on. It's been an honor to hear back from you, to watch it for those of you who come to classes. And we're still mostly on Zoom with our classes. Um, so I think that may shift soon, but I'm not sure. Um, it's just been really beautiful, humbling, gorgeous to watch all the growth and the change and the uh, tolerance of this crazy world that's been happening for quite a few years now. Um, it doesn't look like the world that we knew so well. And you've all been an inspiration. And I really, really appreciate how much you share with me. Um, and I think that's kind of what we have to say about retreat today. So you know that um, there will be so much more to say about retreat, but that's that's what we have for today. So reminders, um, first off, please join us for our annual fall retreat, November 20th, 1045 to 6 p.m. Um, again, I am happy to share recommendations for hotels or Airbnbs, places to stay in town. We have some really awesome Airbnbs in town. Um, I'm even happy to see if I can coordinate um, transportation from the airport. If you don't want to rent a car at the airport, you wanted to rent it in town, I could possibly get you some transportation help. Lots of recommendations for things to do in town, uh, restaurants to eat in, which is my favorite topic, where to eat food. That's the big one coming up. Our next meal for a yogi, uh, not for Yogi Kitchen, but for Sunrise Project is November 2nd. We'll be prepping on the 1st and the 2nd. The next meal after that is November 16th. So it's the first and third Wednesdays. We've had a little disruption in that this month because we just had our really big fundraiser for the year pie auction, which is why I haven't been podcasting because there's been so much going on. But now is retreat. Time to be a little quieter and um, I can do more things like podcast and blog and get the newsletter out there. If you have not been to the blog, you just... Uh, I don't know why it's not linked from the website. I'll do that. But it's uh, 
I think what it is really is WordPress, www, WordPress slash a yogi kitchen, or maybe it's wordpress.com slash a yogi kitchen. I can't remember. But if you go to WordPress, you can, um, you can just search for yogi kitchen. It's there. And then the website is a yogi kitchen.com. I'm going to do things like link the podcast and the blog. I don't know why it's not there. And someone asked me if it was there. I was like, huh, that would be a good idea. So um, those are the bigger things happening. We are starting, we were going to start it at the end of September and we still haven't started, but we are going to start. And if you are knitting or crocheting right now, that's awesome. I encourage you between your own projects, whip out a hat, whip out a scarf. If you don't know how to knit, do a scarf, super crazy, fast and easy. Um, you can find it on YouTube. You can Google it. Uh, and we were going to do a tutorial and I don't know that that's going to happen. <laughs> so, so Google it, watch a YouTube video, watch a TikTok of someone knitting a scarf or a hat or whatever. Um, and either there's a, so many different things you can do with it. You can keep, I have a car full of things right now and that's just how it's going to be maybe for the rest of my life. There's cans of water, sparkling water in my car right now. There are non-perishable snacks in my car. I think I have a blanket so that when I see someone who I think might need it, it is there. So put your hats in your car. And if you see someone who you think might need it or want it, you got it. And it doesn't have to be someone who is struggling with housing security. It could be anyone that you think looks a little chilly. You want to share a hat with them. I mean, that just makes the world a lovelier place, right? Maybe you walk up to someone with a $1,000 coat on and it looks like you can afford a couple more $1,000 coats, whatever judgment that is, and you go, hey, you don't have a hat on. Would you like a hat? How much would that make anyone smile? Not just someone who is living in the subway or on the street or in a camp. So uh, those are the easiest ones, hats and scarves. If you want to start knitting sweaters, feel free, but we're going to focus on hats and scarves. So you can keep it in your own car, in your own community. If you're, you can ship it to me if you're not here in Lawrence, Kansas. If you're here in Lawrence, Kansas, you can give them to me and I'll put them in my pile in the car and make sure that they get places. Uh, November 12th in Lawrence, Kansas, Sunrise Project is... Again, going to host Coats and Coffee. So it's just a morning from 10 till 12 where there's coffee and yummy baked goods for donation and coats and warm gear for free. So if you uh, want to do some hats and scarves and bring them to Sunrise, it's the only time Sunrise accepts donations of clothing. We just don't have the labor to be able to deal with clothing. So we are food. It is part of the mission at Yogi, Pro uh, Yogi Project, at Sunrise Project. It is part of their mission to educate, create community um, around growing, sharing, cooking, serving food. What else is happening? So you can save your hats and scarves for coats, uh, coats and coffee. Definitely put it on your calendar and join us for Coats and Coffee, November 12th, 10 to 12. Yes. Um... And again, I can take them. You can drop them in my donation bin. We actually have a sign. My partner, Stephen, made me a sign for 
the donation bin so you'll understand why there's a Rubbermaid container in my front yard. And I'm looking for the lid. We are taking, we are looking for donations of more containers, whether they're Rubbermaid or whatever. But those big bins, because we've had so many clothing donations lately, um, and I got a donation of laundry detergent. So I'm washing stuff that came to me not washed, that's sort of been sitting around but that donation is helping me get that taken care of and then organizing it all into bins because the donation closet is overflowing and we need to do something different. So if you have bins you want to share, if you have hangers, any kind of hangers, wire hangers, plastic hangers, wood hangers, whatever you got and you have too many and you'd like to share, we'll take them. We always are looking for stuff like that. Um, those are the big things coming up. I feel like I'm missing something, but hats from the heart is going on right now. We'll do that all winter long. And I think maybe late November, early December, we'll do a gathering. We'll, we'll get together and we'll knit together and just sip tea and, and be together in community as we knit. And we might love it so much that we start doing it like every week or a couple times a month. We'll see how that goes. But I, I predict us doing it into January, February. So, um, that's what's going on around here. Meet us on Zoom tomorrow, 10 a.m. for Slow Flow. Yogikitchen.com gets you all the information for Zoom. Tomorrow we are in person and online at um, uh, for Community Yoga at Sunrise Project, 1501 Learnard. And... I think that's all I have. I know I'm forgetting something, but that's hopefully I'll podcast again soon and I'll give more information. I am trying to make the homepage of a yogikitchen.com more of a bulletin board of what's going on. One of the things I'm working on right now are the things that we need for donations, like the donations that we're looking for. Um, I will have that up, up today or tomorrow. Hopefully the newsletter is going out by tomorrow. That's what I have, everyone. Thank you so much for taking time to listen. Please, 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 if you haven't already subscribed, subscribe to the podcast, like it wherever you're seeing it, share it with your friends and family. The more that it's shared, the more that it's liked, the easier it is for other people to find us. Um, And I think that's what I have today. I hope you're having a really lovely fall weekend. You're taking some time to retreat. Do not forget the value of mini retreats, of taking 10 minutes and saying, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to sit on the couch for 10 minutes, maybe in silence, maybe with a radio on, and just nothing. Not going to move. I'm just going to breathe and be. I will talk to you soon. See you on the mat. Namaste.